0: Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Ms. Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities, and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Staying in the Black so last week we spoke about the book Work Optional. And what I said I loved about Work Op the book Work Optional by Tanja Hester was that it really helped you get your mindset right around retirement. You know, I read the reviews on Amazon. I thoroughly enjoyed the book. I read the reviews on Amazon and a lot of the people who gave one or two-star reviews. Uh, reviews were just talking about like it didn't give the technical part, but I thought the beauty of the book was really how it made you ask the questions um, and consider the things that you mentally needed to do to prepare for retirement. I often talk about retirement because this show really records my journey to retirement about seven and a half years out before retirement. And I'm so happy that I'm doing this. It seems crazy. It is daunting Uh, to record an episode for every week and post and share kind of my journey. But I find that it is very wishy-washy and I'm going back and forth. And I'm happy that I'm going through it now and I'm sharing it with you because you may find yourself going through some of these things and want to know like, oh, I am normal to do this. But I think that if I waited a year before retirement to start mentally preparing for it and thinking about what I want to do in retirement, I would probably be working a lot longer and there's nothing wrong with working longer if that's what you want to do. I want to enjoy myself while I'm younger. Um, I'm healthier. I am more active and mobile. I have all my faculties and I can have some great uh, experiences. Never want to feel like, oh my God, I wish I would have done that when I was younger, which was influenced by my reading of the book Uh, Die With Zero by Bill Perkins. I reviewed that book. I can't think of the episode right now. I hate when that happens. But I did review the book. You should go out and read the book. Um, But he really talks about a timeline of when it is optimal to do certain things in your life. And that's why I think about retirement and just retiring when I am able and financially is way I want to make sure that I have everything in financial order in order to be able to do that. So what's the retirement mindset? So back in episode 51, I did, how do you prepare for your retirement? And I did a whole series around the eight empowerment keys, financial empowerment keys in the context of preparing for retirement. Reading Work optional made me think like it confirmed a lot of things that I already knew, but really brought to light like how important the mindset is. Because often when I tell people in my life that I want to retire at 55, they're like, Huh, why? Why would you do that so young? What are you going to do at that age? And really, then I start doubting like, Are you crazy to want to do this? (laughs) What's so important? You know, I read about the fire movement, and initially, when I read about it, I was like, "Oh, I'm too old to do that," <laughs> or "I'm too late to jump into that." You know, that movement. Um, you know, I'm a single mom. I, you know, I have college tuition to pay for. I have a mortgage to pay for. You know, there's all these other things. Is it possible? And it is possible. And how I know it's possible is, you know, I read it. I see people who have done it. I see people. More importantly, I see people who look like me who have done it, whether they're teachers, um, you know, kids, you know, kids, people who make, you know, who earn a high income, people who don't necessarily earn that high of an income, but because they live off a of less, they're able to just jump out of the work market and, you know, live the life that they want to live and what they find valuable. And that's also what living through a pandemic um, has impacted My desire or my goal of being able to retire at fifty five, you know, I got COVID. I think we closed schools on March thirteenth, and I tested positive on March eighteenth, before vaccines were even an option. And I was like one of those initial, like, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily qualify myself as a long hauler, but a longer since I was sick for a solid like four and a half weeks. And so mentally it was just a lot and the idea it just reinforced that I want to spend time and do the things that are most meaningful to me because you don't know how much time you have left. So in preparing for your mindset, if you listen to episode 51 and I'm going to go over some of these things to to help you think about what is important and how to mentally pre- prepare yourself for retirement, you're thinking about the perma Framework. And so the PERMA theory of well being speaks about their five building blocks to enable flourishing. The P stands for positive emotion, the E stands for engagement, the R stands for relationships, the M stands for meaning, and the A stands for accomplishment. And so there are different techniques that you can utilize to uh, increase each of these areas, but it is a a guideline for thinking about, you know, how do I ensure that I am flourishing? Uh, It was devised by Dr. Sigleman and it's called the PERMA theory. So You know, you don't have the same or you're not high in all of all the areas, but positive emotions just means you are just more of a glass half full sort of person. You have, you know, you feel good. You're happy, not all the time, but you're just in a good place emotionally, which allows you to you know, engage from a positive space. And then engagement is where you engage in an experiment, I mean experiment, in an experience in which you deploy your skills, your strengths and attention for a challenging task. As educators, we know what engagement is, right? We want these kids to be really excited about the learning and curious about the experience. And that's challenging as an adult. You know, you're entering a different phase of your life in retirement. Like, what are you what's going to engage you? Is it learning a new language? Is it traveling? Is it switching careers, right? Or is it taking your the skills that you have honed and utilized for the past 20 or 30 years and utilizing them in a different way? that engagement that curiosity is important when you get into retirement you can't say like oh i've been a teacher an educator for 20 30 years there's nothing else for me to learn if that's how you feel you start becoming you know you start isolating yourself cuz you're not engaging with anyone and you're not learning anything new and your retirement then doesn't become enjoyable you're like almost bored you almost feel like you gotta go back to work because you don't there's nothing that is you're finding interesting and that is impacting you know your joy for life and these areas are also inter independent right if you're in a positive if you have positive emotions then you're curious about something and so you're engaging and you're doing the work and then we get to relationships. Relationships are fundamental fundamental to your well-being, whether it be the relationships with your parents, your your relationship with your children, with your friends, with your neighbors, with the members of social clubs that you be that you belong to, whether they're Facebook groups, but just really having those those relationships with people that you know, bring you joy and meaning and you can laugh. And when you're together, you just feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to, you know, be with these people. I know many people, including myself, will be going to college homecomings. And why do you go to that or your high school reunion? You go to, because you kind of like want to see those people that you had a good time with. You know, or a certain period of your life that hopefully was positive, you go back to those spaces and you reminisce with the people that you don't see daily. You only see them sometimes on Facebook, but to see them in the flesh, to be able, able to give them a hug and see how they're doing, how their families are doing, they ask about yours, maybe reconnect and do things that you haven't thought of before. I, I am, you know, over 45. I have found myself lately, and I don't know because now I'm officially an empty nester. I don't have to come home and cook for someone or make sure that they've cleaned their room or done their homework or cleaned the bathroom. It's like I'm doing all this stuff for myself. So now it's a different relationship that I have in my parenting. So now I have times to hang out with my friends and go see, like, I just, we just purchased tickets to go see a play and I'm excited. I put that on my calendar. Then, you know, I have my sorority sisters and we're all going to meet at homecoming and, you know, I have other girls that we go on girls trip every year. Another girlfriend is turning 50. And so we're going to celebrate her birthday in a, in a different country. Those are all relationships. Those are things that, I look forward to and they've changed over the years. I in my 20s and my 30s, it was all about work and being a mom of a young child and most of my relationships revolved around parents of children who were my son's age. So relationships evolve. They you know, they have different they may, you know, mean one thing in one period of life and something else in another period of your life. So those Things and those connections can give you purpose and meaning in your life, and so they are important. And, like I said, when reviewing work optional, you want relation, you want diverse relationships, you want people maybe that are older than you, that are younger than you, that you know, you know, outside of work, in addition to work, people that you may you know, I have people that I crochet with, people that I travel with, people that I go see plays with. Some of them overlap, some of them don't, but those relationships are important. And also being open to fostering new relationships. Now you're retired and all your friends are working. So now you need to find the crew that is not working and that you can go to lunch or to coffee with. So those relationships are key. And then meaning is the M is meaning, you need to feel like you belong to something, right? So it's kind of like, is it your church, your synagogue, your mosque, your temple, whatever it is, it may be, you know, religious it may be your family it may be a professional organization you may want to get active in politics or civic organizations you may want to volunteer somewhere whether it's in your community you might social causes such as you know saving um being green or you know rescuing animals there are a lot of things that you know, bring meaning and purpose to your life. It may be being a grandparent. There's just a lot of things that make meaning in your life and you need to acknowledge them and engaging them as much as possible. And then accomplishment, right? You may say, I would always say like, I don't necessarily think I am a competitive person, but I do like to accomplish things, right? And what if some of those accomplishments... I'm not necessarily a checklist person, but I like to complete things. One of those things that I love to do that gives me a sense of accomplishment is Ikea furniture. I am one of those people that people call to put together Ikea furniture. And I think it's just because I like the idea that it's complete. I have completed the putting together and now I have a new piece of furniture, a new I think the grill is the last thing that I put together, a new grill. I followed it, I finished it. That accomplishment is important. I you know, are you a a crafter? Did you, you know, crochet a new blanket? Did you complete a needlepoint? Um did you make your steps for the day if you're, you know, a person who has a um a fitness tracker? Did you complete those things? that sense of accomplishment, my family and I, we're on this, we want to get to all 50 states and hit six continents sort of thing. Those things are important and they may look different in retirement, but having that sense of PERMA and it being divided into those subsets are a great way to think about retirement, you know, are you going into retirement or how do you prepare to go into retirement with positive emotion not feeling like oh I have no more value cuz I no longer go to a school building or a district office or a central office where I am supporting or teaching students how to learn There's a different side you you know am I do I have I identified a way that I can engage with people Independent of work? You know, do I have, am am I curious about something? Is there something that retirement will allow me to do that I couldn't do while I was still an educator? Relationships, are there relationships that I need to rekindle? Are there relationships that I need to start? What are the relationships that I may have put on the back burner because of work that I can now pour more energy into? and meaning this one i think is probably meaning and accomplishment are probably the two hardest ones because oftentimes we do, we define ourselves by our job and so you're you're more than an educator right you're more than a teacher you're more than a principal you're more than a, a superintendent or a deputy superintendent or you know an educational administrator what is what brings meaning to your life, right? They may have to shift and that's okay. So just putting yourself in the thought, like, hmm, what when I once I retire, what will I tell people? Yes, you're retired and what? (laughs) What does that mean? Oh now that I'm retired, I crochet or I'm able to explore painting or whatever it is. Just like what's going to be meaningful for you when you've spent the better part of your adult life defining yourself possibly by your job it's just like you know defining yourself just as a parent yes i'm a parent i will always be a parent but my parenting skills have had to shift a great deal now that my son is out of the house and even my engagement with him i you know i don't call him and say did you make your bed this morning have you done your laundry I have to build that independence and my role as as mother and his life has shifted. And so how do you make that meaning? And then accomplishment. It may not, your accomplishments may no longer be increasing ELA and math scores or addressing uh, social emotional learning data. It's kind of like, oh my gosh, I walk 30 minutes every day or oh my gosh, I went out and met New people, those accomplishments may look. I finished a 5,000 piece puzzle. It's all valuable. You know, as teachers, we're often seeing, like, well, in the beginning of the pandemic, it was like, oh my God, I appreciate my child's teacher so much. And then they turned um, on us. But your accomplishments, big and small, matter in retirement. And using that framework would be really. Helpful in helping you think about what life in retirement could actually look like, and therefore preparing your mindset. Right, because a lot of people are in in work, and they may not like, or their jobs may not you know maybe not be bringing them as much joy um, as it did in the past. But it's just like, oh, but I need to to do this because you know, it pays my bills. I have kids in college. I have grandchildren I want to put through private school. All these things that you want to do. But then once you have the opportunity to retire, you thought you were miserable at work, but then you get home and you're like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Who am I? And you go out and find another job because you haven't really thought about like, Redefining yourself and what will bring you, you know, make you happy and bring you joy in retirement. So, you should really think about utilizing PERMA, read Die with Zero, go listen to episode 51, which talks about the different stages in preparing for retirement as well. And the biggest action step or the action step that you could take is really. Using the PERMA framework, and or using um, the um, mastering the optional work-life optional resource from the work optional book, and just start reflecting on those questions. Right, so you could either take the PERMA framework and say, "Hmm, do I have positive emo- emotions? What do I think positive emotions look like in retirement?" What about engagement? What about relationships? What about meaning? What about accomplishment? Do I, how, I, how do I want to define that and what success looks like for me in those areas? And as you reflect, your answers may change over time and that's fine, but taking the action step of asking yourself those questions are the first step in mentally preparing yourself for retirement. So, thank you for listening to today's episode. Remember, stay in the black. I look forward to speaking to you next week. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at staying in the BLK. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week, When.